Yamaha Canada proudly presents the Angler and Hunter Radio Show, the voice of anglers and hunters. On today's show, strategies for fishing from shore with celebrity angler David Chong. Comprehensive coverage of OFAH youth hunting opportunities. Plus, Ontario out of doors. What's cooking with Andrew Roshan? The OFAH Fish and Wildlife Corner, MNRF News, and more on today's Angler and Hunter Radio. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time on the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus knives stay sharper, longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Angler and Hunter Radio's Fishing Corner is brought to you by CUDA. Fierce. Tough. Proven. As a kid growing up in Toronto, uh, I got to go fishing when we went to the cottage or we went camping, which is uh, always a lot of fun. But uh, I got kind of addicted to fishing and, uh, you know, I started to find some spots in Toronto, Grandier Pond, uh, uh, in High Park there, the Toronto Islands, Rouge River, Credit River, the list goes on and on. And um, I've got David Chong, professional angler and uh, fishing personality here with me today to help talk about some shore fishing. Uh, Dave Chong, welcome to Angling Hunter Radio. Uh, thank you, Randy. Glad to be back again. Yeah, you you grew up doing the same thing as me, kind of just hoof, Absolutely. hoofing could, it around the city. We could spend the whole evening just reminiscing <laughs> about about all the spots we probably bypassed each other as we were growing up and 
exactly. and, and fishing and, you know, anywhere, like growing up in uh, the west end of Toronto, uh, in the High Park area, you know, anywhere I could get with my bike, with a TTC, you know, we, we'd, we'd be out there, uh, yeah, fishing. And, Absolutely. And, and this is a great opportunity um, for people in the Toronto area uh, that maybe don't realize how f- good the fishing is, but I'm sure that you can uh, you, you can affirm that, uh, like, High Park has got some of the biggest largemouth bass I've ever seen. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Toronto Islands has got big pike, it's got largemouth bass, and uh, Toronto Harbor's got walleye, and uh, there's all kinds of fish there. Oh, yeah. So, so with that all being said, let's talk about a few spots. Let's start with uh, High Park. Um. Well, Grenadier Pond was pretty well where I, I, I kind of cut my teeth uh, on fishing growing up. Uh, um, you know, I, I grew up maybe, oh, I'm going to say uh, about a half an hour walk from Grenadier Pond or about a, you know, 10-minute 10, 10 bike ride from uh, Grenadier Pond. And uh, there's some phenomenal fishing there. Um, lots of uh, good largemouth, lots of panfish. Uh, there's not, there's, there wasn't at the time when I was fishing it heavily, but there's uh, quite a few uh, pike in there now as well. Oh, nice. Uh, there's crappies, uh, perch, bluegills, sunfish, uh, bullheads, carp, you name it. It's, I, it's, got, it's got a lot of, lot of uh, different species in it. I think the first crappies I've, I ever caught were in Grenadier Pond. They've been there for a long time. Yeah, well, they, uh, they, it's, the funny thing is I'm not really 100% sure how they got there, because mm-hmm. they never used to be there, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> one year, oh, I got a crappie. They showed and then, up. And then, then it was a boom, and they've been in there ever since, and that was probably, oh God, I would, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say that 40 years ago. Oh yeah, I was catching them in the 70s, ago. yeah. Yeah. Well, did you yeah. Know, do you know how largemouth bass got in there? Because I do, I can tell you the story, but I'm going to see if you know. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Here's here's uh, how largemouth bass got into Grandier Pond. There used to be a newspaper in Toronto called the Telegram, and the Telegram used to have a fishing derby in uh, in Grandier Pond, and they would stock it with largemouth bass, and they would put tags on these fish, and uh, they would have winners. I remember. For, actually, I do remember that. I didn't. I didn't know that. They weren't large wolf there before then. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? And there very well could have been, but the you know, from my recollection, them stocking them with these with these largemouth bass, and uh, they would tag. I, I mean, the tag fish are obviously long gone since then, but uh, uh, you know, they, they seem to do well in that pond. And like I say, mm-hmm. I've seen some big largemouth, and I've caught some lo- big largemouth bass in that in that pond. So a great yeah. place to visit. Now moving around to. Uh, some of those tag fish in there. I want to go catch one. Yeah. Be gigantic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who would honor the prize, but yeah, they would be big. <laughs> no, I, I actually do remember that contest, and I actually remember um, uh, one year uh, when Queen Elizabeth visited here, and I, I'm i not sure if it was her Diamond Jubilee or some, it was some milestone in her uh, in her monarchy there, um, and uh, they actually, that year, they released Smallmouth. Yes, yes, I do, re- and I do remember it had some correlation with the Queen's visit as well. Yeah, and they re- released smallmouth this time, but the smallmouth I don't think really took, uh, you know, like the uh, like the largemouth and, uh, and had done in there previously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. What's the biggest uh, bass you've ever caught in the pond? I would say probably just shy of five pounds. Yeah. 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 That's that's. Uh, a- we've we've caught definitely lots of four plus. You know, I you know there's some. Yeah, you know, sometimes 
you know, as a kid, I and I, I kind of temper my enthusiasm about this, you know, because maybe it was a three and a half as, as a kid. It's huge, you know. You could think it's yeah. a five pounder, right? <laughs> but uh, but you know, trying to be realistic about it, I would say probably the biggest one I've caught there is, would be just under five pounds. And that's a big bass. That's a big large one for for uh, for up where we are for yeah. sure. Don't go away. We will return with more Angler and Hunter Radio after these important words. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Welcome back to my chat with celebrity angler David Chung on Fishing from Shore. And speaking of largemouth bass just appearing, um, you know, I also fished the Toronto Islands. Uh, I was there all the time fishing for pike, and we catch some big pike there. Um, back in the uh, 90s, yeah, I think it was the ni- late 1990s, uh, the Canadian Fishing Tour had a tournament out of Ontario Place, and I did some practicing over at the islands, and I mean, I was pretty pessimistic about catching any sort of decent largemouth bass over there, but uh, lo and behold, uh full of big largemouth bass and uh as as it turned out uh my partner rick Verkruzen ended up winning uh, i think it was the second or the third year and he won yeah, fishing those rick that, yeah. yeah we won over at the uh, islands that's where he caught the fish and uh doing a little technique that i'll tell you about sometime 
we have to keep some <laughs> secrets on Angler Hunter Radio. But uh, yeah, Toronto Island. So what can we catch there besides bass? There's lots of fish over there. Uh, there's, uh, you know what? There's some of the biggest pike you've ever seen uh, in the Toronto Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, I've I've seen pike come out of there over 20 pounds easy. Wow. Um, and you know, uh, honestly, like you know, double digit fish are, are are very common there. Um, you know, we've caught them from the Queen's Key just on the waterfront there, and plus over in all the uh, all the little canals and and little lagoons and uh, in the, uh, over at the islands. But uh, everywhere around, actually anywhere along, along the water, Toronto waterfront, uh, there's pike. There's pike in front of the uh, CNE over by Ontario Place, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we were fishing for when the uh, police tried to arrest us at one oh, time. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> so, so, so are we okay to fish along the waterfront now? Is it okay to go fishing there? Absolutely, as long as you're not on private property. Okay. Um, anything that's public uh, land, we actually uh, there is a there is a, uh, the city of Toronto uh, did actually pass a gone fishing uh, motion where as long as it's public property and you're not endangering anybody, you're welcome to fish along any public water. So there you go. Yeah. You can go to Toronto yeah. Harbor Front and catch a twenty pound pike. Oh yeah. We've, uh, I remember one time, a uh, good friend of mine, you know, Carol Murata, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who, who's, uh, who's a very well-known uh, guide uh, around these parts these days, uh, and we were fishing from shore, and uh, we were catching a few bike there, and uh, a gentleman came down from one of the, what are probably multi-million dollar condos along the waterfront there, and saw us catch one of these bike here, and he was just in total awe, and he's going... I pay thousands of dollars to fly into, you know, fish camps up north, and I've never caught a pike that big. Wow. That's <laughs> and incredible. here they are, right at my doorstep. That's, <laughs> that's going, amazing. Yeah, they've been here, they've been here for a while, but there's, there's lots of carp, um, you know, uh, uh, at, depending what time of year, uh, the white bass move in. Okay. Uh, and sometimes you get into the wipers, the, uh, the, the kind of cross between the white bass and striped bass. Um, yeah, panfish, lots of catfish. Uh, again, there's there's just all kinds of different species you can catch. And uh, although I've never caught them, and they're probably not as easy to target from shore, but I'm I'm told off the islands there, uh, there's a lot of smallmouth are starting to move in now. I've heard the same thing. Yeah, I've yeah. heard the same thing. Yeah. And and walleye, I've heard too. Well, walleye, actually, I know the. Uh, the Toronto Conservation Authority have uh, netted quite a few walleye, and they were shocked at the number of walleye that were actually used the uh, the Toronto Harbor, which uh, kind of surprises me because you know it's probably changed since the days when I actually used to ride down my bike down to Ontario Place and and fish. I used to work at Ontario Place during the summers, and I'd ride down every morning before I had to work and and catch me uh, you know a, a dozen or so large mouth, a few pike, and then I go to work. Yeah, yeah. Those, those were the days. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that those, uh, I think I've seen the fishing improve all through the Toronto area. I think that the conservation authorities done a brilliant job of that. And I think that this is, uh, those are the days for people who, you know, have a little cabin fever. You want to get started fishing. You know what? You want to go and meet other people who share the same passion as you. What a better way to do it. Absolutely, and and you know what? Just because you live in a big city doesn't mean there's not uh, accessible urban fishing, and there there is in Toronto. You, whether you're going to Humber River, like we said, Grenadier Pond, we mentioned Toronto Island, you know uh, the Rouge River, uh, their Catfish Pond, 
which is a sleeper place right beside... In High uh, Park. Yeah, right beside High Park there. Um, there's there's Eglinton Flats up on, uh, you know, at uh, on Eglinton there. There's all kinds of... And Brampton, there's Heart Lake. There's, there, there are actually... So many different places you can you can go fish. It's uh, it, it, most people are shocked. They they you know first of all people walking by never even think there's fish in there because it's in the city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's far from the truth. Well, that's that's great, and um, I, I encourage the listeners, and especially in the Toronto Greater Toronto area, to go check out your local body of water. Make sure you check the regulations before you go. Uh, do some fishing and meet some other fishing yeah, people. Uh, the Toronto Urban Fishing Ambassadors have a website, and they, uh, they, they, they you know, strictly concentrate on urban fishing uh, in the Toronto region. They have uh, fam- they hold family fishing days uh, where a lot of them come out. And, and if, if you don't know that much about fishing, they're there to help you. They're there. They, you know, they'll have a tackle share program from OFA, mm-hmm. and uh, as well as they have their own equipment. And uh, they're going to get you into fishing. If, even if you don't have your own equipment, if you go to one of these family fishing days, you know, you can actually try fishing in the city. So you can look that up at Toronto Urban Fishing Ambassadors? Yep. Just Google Toronto Urban Fishing Ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And it'll take you right to their website. And they got lots of great news, uh, you know, about uh, the ongoing, you know, initiatives by the, uh, by the Conservation Authority to build fishing nodes and actually improve access for, uh, for urban fishing for everybody who lives in the city. Yeah, or go to OFAH.org and check out the Tackle Share program. Yep. Great. David Chong, a professional angler and fishing personality. Thank you so much for giving our listeners some time and some, pleasure, gr- some great, inf- yeah, great information too. Uh, maybe you and I should go down and try, uh, try throwing some lures around down at the island. We sometime. really should. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Dave, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again with you soon. Sounds good, Randy. Thank you. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these words. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Can you buy and sell taxidermy fish mounts in Ontario? The answer when we return after these messages. Mike Miller here from Angler and Hunter Television. Aquatic invasive species and fish killing diseases like VHS threaten the health of Lake Simcoe. By taking two minutes to clean, drain, and dry your boat, every time you take it out of the water, you will help stop the spread of aquatic invasive species into Lake Simcoe and other water bodies in Ontario. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program as part of the Operation Boat Clean Campaign. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. 
Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH. FAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Can you buy and sell taxidermy fish mounts in Ontario? No. It is illegal to buy and sell taxidermy skin fish mounts in Ontario. Check with the regulations for more details. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner. Brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. Okay, here at the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters, we quite frequently talk about uh, invasive species, invasive uh, plants, invasive wildlife, uh, things that get into our ecosystem that don't belong there. And uh, it seems like it's a, a constant, constant fight for our staff and the MNRF to keep this stuff at bay. One of these uh, plants that uh, is an invasive plant is called water soldier. So I've got uh, Rob McGowan here from the OFH to talk to us a little bit about water soldier. How are you doing, Rob? I'm well, Randy. How are you? Good, good, good. So good. what is water soldier? Interesting name, that's for sure. Yeah, well, water soldier is an invasive perennial aquatic plant that's native to Europe and Northwest Asia. Uh, the only wild known populations in North America occur here in Ontario. And that's uh, there's a population in the Trent Severn Waterway and one population in the Black River. Black River up by Lake Simcoe? Black River and Sutton, correct. Okay, so how did they find their way? Or I guess it'd be hard to, it's probably speculative, but some, they must have been put there maybe. Uh, possibly. Uh, the How they got into the waterways is unknown, but this was a popular plant sold at garden stores and okay. centers that yeah. people would purchase and use as ornamental plants in their backyard garden ponds. Yeah, so they find their way into the... Uh, into our ecosystem, and uh, and then of course, I guess some of them can make it through our winters. Yeah, uh, so it, it's it's an evergreen, uh, and it's pretty a pretty hardy plant. Uh, its northern range is in Siberia, so wow, eh? Yeah, so it, Jeez, it that's interesting. It fares well over the, under the ice and over the winter here hmm. in Ontario. So why is this plant detrimental to our uh, native plant species and wildlife? Well, it outcompetes our native plants. Uh, basically, what water soldier does is, is it forms dense mats of floating vegetation, uh, and it crowd, crowds out our native vegetation and reduces our plant biodiversity. 
Um, it has p potential to alter the surrounding water chemistry, and it, which could harm phytoplankton uh, and other aquatic organisms. Um, the dense floating mats uh, hinder recreational activities such as swimming, boating, uh, fishing. So uh, the sharp spines on the uh, leaf's edges can cut swimmers and individuals who handle the plant. Ooh, and yeah. I've heard of that. I've heard that they're very, very sharp. They're very touch. sharp. Yeah. So why? Um, okay. So before I get too far ahead of myself, then, um, what is being done about it? Like, can you just go and pick them all? <laughs> uh, we've tried that. Um, it's very labor intensive. Uh, the the biomass that this plant produces is impressive. Um, we have been working on uh, eradicating it since two thousand and eight, when, when it was first discovered in the Trent River. Um, so we've gone through a lot of the processes where we've tried hand pulling, we've tried uh, mechanical harvesters, we've tried shade cloth enclosures, and we've tried herbicide treatments. And the most effective uh, results we've had is from the herbicide treatments in terms of cost and effort um, and results. Okay. So um, we still are uh, investigating other means of uh, eradication, but right now that is uh, one of the main uh, methods that we're using because we've seen the most uh, efficacy from that method. Okay, so obviously you've got, you know, this all mapped out. You know it's in the Lower Trent. You know it's in Black River. Um, I guess it quite possibly could take part, take plant in other places if it's introduced there. Yeah. Uh, how can our listeners identify this, uh, this plant? Yeah, so uh, Water Soldier is pretty unique uh, to any, any kind of plant that we have here in Ontario. So water soldier, it's a, a submerged aquatic plant which becomes buoyant during the summer months. Uh, as the leaves mature, they become waterlogged and the plant sinks back down in the fall. Hmm. So um, if you kind of imagine uh, it looks like a rosette um, or a aloe plant. Okay. Uh, and the leaves become... Maybe like lettuce or cabbage kind of with that those layers sticking out of leaves. And sort then of, thing yeah. yeah. Like a rosette type uh, shape. Yeah. And as the summer progresses, its leaves fill with photosynthetic gas and they become stiff and erect. And that's when the, the spines become really sharp. And when it breaches the water surface, it kind of looks like an aloe plant or a top of a pineapple. And it's got a very vibrant green color to it, which none of our other aquatic plants really Almost have. like a tropical kind of green? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so, and can our listeners find more details on that particular plant online somewhere? Is there an address they can go to to Yeah, you that? can go to the Invading Species Awareness Program uh, page, and we have a, a water soldier page that will come up in top. Okay. It'll, um, it'll come up in the banner. Or um, if they cite, see water soldier or suspect they see water soldier in the waterways, they can call the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711. Or they could... Um, uh, use Edmaps. So Edmaps is a an app you can get for your smartphone or use it on your desktop, which uh, enables you to report invasive species in Ontario. Very interesting. So all that information is also available at uh, ofah.org forward slash invasive species or invading species, I guess would be correct. Either way, the, the OFH website is a parent site. You can find this information as well. Right. So, so that's all good. Thank you so much, Rob, for giving us a little bit of information on this concern. And for sure, if you've seen any of this stuff floating around in your local lake, give us a call. All right. Thanks, Randy. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these words. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner, brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. 
Did you know four species of invasive fish, known as Asian carps, are threatening to invade the Great Lakes? These fish have the potential to devour the food sources and habitat our native fish depend on and negatively impact our ability to enjoy our lakes and rivers. Help prevent the introduction of Asian carps. Report sightings to the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike, and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting/fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting/fishing.quebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. My favorite game to hunt for is grouse, and I think the main reason why is because I have a lot of difficulty hitting grouse. Uh, they're, they're expert flyers, they're quick, they're fast, um, your reaction time has to be good, and uh, they're a real challenge. Um, beyond that, they're absolutely delicious. In fact, when we were kids, we called them bush chickens. <laughs> So, for some more information on them, I've brought in Andrew Roshan. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing good, Randy. Thanks for having me. So, grouse. What uh, What can we... Bush chickens. I like it. We call turkey thunder chickens. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like that. Bush chickens. That's good. But uh, they're, they're a fantastic, fantastic eating bird. Uh, nice, you know, 
like dark meat to them, but their their skin is good. So one of the best ways you could do it is roasting them whole. Make sure you know. I'm sure we've all plucked a handful of birds, and it's not too fun. But what you get after that is is really nice quality whole whole roasting bird. So take the time, pluck it properly, pluck it well, and and roast it in the oven. I like one of my favorite things I do with it is I'll season the skin, and then you know I'll put a a little slice of lemon with some butter up into the cavity. And, and then just roast that whole until it's just cooked through. It'll stay nice and juicy. You serve it with a little braised red cabbage and a, a bit of uh, au jus or any gravy you have. And it's, it's, that's restaurant quality. You could serve that and people would spend 50 bucks a plate. So wow. really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they, they really are delicious. So for details on your recipes, where can our listeners go? So you can actually grab a copy of Ontario Out of Doors magazine and find some of my original recipes there. Um, or you could go to the website, which is www.oodmag.com forward slash cooking. Very good. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Andrew. Thanks for having me. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, 
and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Hunting Corner is brought to you by Camillus, quality knives since 1876. All right, here at the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters, there's some great opportunities for people, uh, young people especially, to get involved in uh, our youth hunting programs. So I've got here today with me the Youth Education Manager with the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters, David Rari. How are you doing, Dave? I'm fantastic, gearing up for a busy summer season. Yeah, lots of activities, lots of events going on. Um, one specifically that's just around the corner is the uh, Youth Hunting Program. Uh could you tell the listeners a little bit about the Youth Hunting Program? What's its purpose? Yeah, definitely, Randy. So the purpose of the Youth Hunting Program that the OFH runs is to provide an opportunity for youth to gain experience that they need uh, in order to pursue hunting down the road. So uh, it's especially uh, important for someone like myself who grew up uh, without any hunting connections. I didn't have relatives or friends that uh, could just take me out and show me the way. So it wasn't until I get, got to the office where some colleagues uh, took me under the wing and uh, got me uh, into the course to receive firearms training and, and hunter education and then actually take me out. So what we want to do for uh, youth uh, in a similar position is to provide the training for them and give them that first mentored hunt experience out there so that they can uh, pursue uh, a lifelong love of hunting. Yeah, and, and it really is a long ladder to climb if you don't have relatives that are hunt, uh, like in, in the hunting fraternity, if you don't know people who have land. But if you're aspiring to try hunting, um, it, it is very difficult. So a great opportunity for, uh, for youth to uh, get involved in this. Um, how does this program work? So we've made it as easy as possible for uh, parents to, to sign up their youth. So uh, if you give uh, our office a call, the program works in we provide the dates for their hunter education and their firearms training. So it's typically a weekend long course. They get all the in-classroom training ahead of time. And then uh, they join us for one of three or four events that we've scheduled in the fall where they'll be paired up with an OFH mentor. They've got years of experience in the field and want to pass along their knowledge to the youth. So um, they're under a, a safe uh, environment. Everything is planned out so that they'll have a fun, safe experience for their first uh, hunting opportunity. That's great. So it provides that uh, Canadian firearm safety training, the uh, hunter education course, which are the two uh, components that will license them for a lifetime and give them some great knowledge, plus a, an awesome event for them to get in involved with and uh, the ages that uh, we'd be looking at for these uh, youngsters? So we're looking at uh, youth between the ages of 12 and 15 uh, that want to get their apprentice uh, hunting license. Okay so 12 to 15 and of, of course uh, male or female not a problem and uh, can parents come out and watch these events? Is there some limited uh, access that they can have to be part of these? Absolutely we want parents to attend because we want to share in the experience that their uh, youth is participating in. Um, some of the, the great success stories we've had from years past is uh, a child taking uh, this first step and then getting their uh, dad or mom uh, hooked on it as well and now they're both uh, taking part in hunting. Uh, it varies much of a, a social experience, a family experience uh, for years to come so definitely parents can attend. There'll be opportunities to see the training uh, as uh, their child learns the ropes 
uh, as well as uh, hopefully uh, witness a successful harvest in the fall uh, under, again, uh, a, an experienced, uh, safe mentor. Don't go away. We'll return with more Angler and Hunter Radio after these important words. Did you know that the seeds of invasive plants can easily be transported to new areas in mud on the tires of all-terrain vehicles? Help to stop the spread of invasive plants by staying on designated trails and cleaning mud and debris from the tires of your ATV between trips. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting/fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting/fishing.quebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back. You're listening to my chat with Youth Education Manager David Rari on youth hunting opportunities at the OFAH. And you know what? One of the most rewarding parts of uh, my job here at Anglin Hunter Radio is uh, getting emails and pictures from uh, some of the uh, kids that are now growing up that we've trained in the past. And in fact, some of them that are making me feel really old because they're <laughs> they're calling me Dave and they're saying, 
well, you remember you trained me? And I say, yeah. And they say, well, my child is now ready to be oh, trained. <laughs> so I know that uh, I've but uh, great memories, uh, some skeet shooting, pheasant hunting, duck hunting. And these are all uh, programs that are available here at the uh, Federation of Anglers and Hunters. All you need to do is get in touch with us. So for events, what do we have currently uh, planned, uh, Dave? So what we've set up are, are the most uh, simple and successful models. So we're, we've got a, a couple waterfowl hunts and a pheasant hunt. So we're not talking big game for the first experience. We really want to get uh, youth in, in at the ground level. And uh, there's many birds that will fly where we go. So there's more opportunity to uh, participate as opposed to sitting in a blind uh, for hours waiting for that one, uh, one opportunity. So we've got uh, a Youth Heritage Day hunt, September 16th, uh, up in Tiny Marsh. Uh, near Georgian Bay. Uh, that's the first one, and that'll be a waterfowl hunt uh, right on Tawny Marsh. Beautiful location that we visited and uh, scouted out. The second waterfowl hunt will be down at Darlington Provincial Park, October 28th. And then we'll have a pheasant hunt available uh, near Baltimore, Ontario, October 15th. So that'll provide eight youth with the opportunity to uh, go to a pheasant farm and uh, go out in the field and, and harvest a few birds that way. And uh, then for the uh, the adults out there, we've got a women's pheasant hunt at the same location, uh, October 22nd, so one week later. So if uh, if mom's interested or, or family and friends want to experience that, again, we'll have uh, eight ladies that will participate together and hopefully have a great time for that event. Really looking forward to it. Uh, sounds like lots of fun. How can uh, our listeners get in touch and sign up? So the information is listed at ofah.org slash youth hunting. It's all one word. Or you can call Randy in the office at 705-748-6324, extension 104, and he will uh, set up the training and uh, register you for the event. Uh, we've made it as affordable as possible. Uh, we got a grant from the Wildlife Habitat Canada uh, for $200. The youth can get both their tr uh, hunter training and the mentored hunt. So instead of spending five or $600 for those two initiatives, it's a subsidized rate for $200 in an effort to get new youth excited about uh, hunting in the outdoors. What a great opportunity, David. Thank you so much for dropping by and giving us some information on these great OFAH youth programs. Thanks, Randy. My pleasure. Angler and Hunter Radio's Hunting Corner is brought to you by Camillus, quality knives since 1876. Don't go away, we'll be right back. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, -side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge. Pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. 
Adolf Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus knives stay sharper, longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. It was some time ago now when I uh, when I first bought my property. First thing I needed was a chainsaw, so I went to the local uh, steel deal. You know, that's that's where I went to get my chainsaw. And real great, informative people uh, set me up with the saw that I needed for my applications. And uh, actually, took me aside for a half an hour and uh, gave me some safety information as well as a DVD that was probably in excess of an hour long on safety and. Uh, I'll tell you, after watching the DVD, it was a real eye-opener. And I know that you can just go and buy a chainsaw. You don't need to take any safety courses. There's nothing uh, regulatory about it. But these things are dangerous. So I've brought Coleman Boomhauer here today. How are you doing, Coleman? Yeah, good, Randy. Good. So, I mean, you've had a lot of tack time on chainsaws. You've been there. You've done that. You've seen it all happen. Um, as far as, first of all, let's just talk about safety gear. Like, besides the saw, you're out there in your shorts and your flip-flops. No, that's wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> what what kind of gear should we be uh, getting a hold of besides our saw? Well, besides the saw, and the, the saw is a very important part as well, and we can talk about that later. Um, safety glasses, mm-hmm. hard hat, uh, and your safety glasses should have side shields. Um, your safety toe boots and chainsaw chaps or chainsaw pants. That's really, uh, really in, important. Um, a lot of the chainsaw pants and chaps, they meet what's called the BNQ standard, and basically that means a 50cc chainsaw mm-hmm. running wide open, perfectly tuned and sharpened, should not penetrate all the way through through those chaps. And uh, I've witnessed different accidents. Uh, a lot of times it's the weekend warriors. I've uh, had an agriculture business for 35 years, and over 700 clientele, so I've witnessed some pretty scary things. That uh, what are the most common things? Um, 
A lot of people, the saws are not sharpened properly, tuned properly. Um, they have the wrong saw for the job. Um, they're cutting above the shoulders. Uh, a dull saw is more likely to kick back. Um, that's if the nose uh, comes in contact with uh, something hard. The chain basically stops. The saw rotates inside the bar and, and comes back. So the nose being that uh, that just that little area right at the end where the chain starts to go around, I that, guess. That's right, Randy. Yeah. The, the very tip of your chainsaw bar, the upper 90-degree quadrant, is where you get your most violent kickback. For example, a 50cc chainsaw kicks back seven times faster than your brain can send a signal. Um, accidents I have investigated where people uh, experience a full-fledged kickback and... Uh, were fortunate enough to survive it, um, said they didn't even realize for a second that they'd been hit by the chainsaw. It, it happened so fast. And a uh, 50cc chainsaw, and that's your mid-range saw, it comes back at between 300 and 380 pounds of, of energy. So wow. you have to be ready for and with proper training, it'll uh, give you the education that you need. Uh, to, you'll know what to watch for. And you'll know when to hyperextend and you'll lock your arms for the periods of time that the nose of your saw could come in contact with something you don't want it to. So right. uh, training is very, very important aspect of, uh, of the safety, right? So I can see that. I mean, if you've got a tree in your backyard that you want cut down, you're probably better off paying the money for an expert to do it rather than buying a chainsaw and just trying to wing it. Now, on the other hand, if you have some property and you, you need to do some cutting, um, you need to know these things, and even just the way you start a chainsaw can be, you know, it, 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 there's a way to do it, and there's a way not to do it. Absolutely, Randy. Uh, a few uh, of the problems with uh, chainsaws, uh, people uh, improperly starting them, it's called a throw start, where they hold it by the rear handle, and usually when they do, they uh, involuntarily squeeze the throttle wide open, and they throw the saw away from them and pull the cord. Uh, and uh, sometimes if the brake's not on, uh, the saw can start right up, and it's wide open right off the bat. The other hazard to start is a yo-yo start, um, where they hold on the top handle, and uh, they pull. And as they're throwing the saw down and away from like a yo-yo, the chainsaw bar has a tendency to swing right towards the operator's legs. Ow. Um, and this is all covered uh, in, in proper training. I'm certified with the Ministry of Training Colleges and Universities. And anyone interested in uh, a proper good two-day course that covers four modules, it's an introductory course, but um, you can talk to uh, Workplace Safety North or go on their website You'll see all the certified trainers provincially and uh, on the website, and you can contact uh, some of these trainers or you can contact uh, Workplace Safety North, their offices in, in, in North Bay. And this is a, a, a course that has recognition by the Ministry of Labor as, as an approved course, and I, I strongly would recommend it. Uh, we train it on a fairly regular basis for uh, individuals that working on your bush lots, cutting your trails out, or, or doing some uh, management on, the, on their bush lots. Uh, we always say if you're not 100% sure of the outcome of your cut, then just simply don't make it, and that's when to hire a professional or, or get further training. 
Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of times those things can happen. You know, I've, just looking up in the air and noticing that maybe there's another tree leaning against the one that you plan to cut, or uh, all the all these little details that you would take in a two day course that you otherwise wouldn't uh, wouldn't understand or know that could get you into a lot of trouble. A- absolutely, the the two day course consists of uh, day one in class with the mandatory DVDs and a few written exams. Um, and then uh, it goes on into hands-on chainsaw maintenance, proper sharpening and, and cleaning and bar dressing and, and, and setting carburation. And the next day is really hands-on. Um, everyone uh, goes out in, uh, in a bush lot, and uh, the classes I run are usually a maximum of six people, so um, we can have a lot of hands-on individual time. I can with each student. And uh, we spend another eight hours um, just practicing uh, what we looked at uh, in, as far as theory the day before. So it's a very, very good course. Awesome. Awesome. I'd highly recommend it. These are machines that require some respect and some knowledge before you use them. Anything to add, Coleman? No, I, uh, I, I really don't. Um, other than if you're buying a chainsaw, um, buy a good chainsaw, um, one with a good anti-vibration. Fatigue is one of the leading causes to accidents. Uh, with an operational safety brake, uh, you, you did mention still. Um, I operate a lot of uh, still chainsaws in our boroculture business. Um, we, there are other professional uh, makes and models out there. Um, make sure you, you get a professional saw. I hear people... Uh, sometimes say, well, I just cut a, a little bit on the weekends and and uh, they're a novice cutter, and I tell them all the more reason they should buy a professional saw rather than a, a cheap uh, a cheap make, you know. Absolutely. Mine, um, mine's 11, going on 12 years old, uh, starts great, runs great, um, blades are always nice and sharp on it, the tension set properly. Um, and you know what? That just makes your life a lot easier, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it? It does. It reduces fatigue on you and, and, and the chainsaw. And uh, that's all stuff the courses cover as well. Proper gas, oil mixture, always use high-octane gasoline, and your spark arresters don't plug. And proper sharpening is critical uh, for a multitude of reasons, and safety being, being one of them. How can our listeners get in touch with you on taking one of these uh, chainsaw courses? Well, Randy, um, our company is uh, Trees and Beyond Limited, and and we teach not just chainsaw courses, but anything under forestry, pit and road, or mechanical harvest equipment operator. Um, Two ways. One would be email me directly, and it's coleman.boomauer at outlook.com. Or my phone number, it's uh, 613-336-8443. If you're in my location, I live in in Cloyne, Ontario, Um, by all means, uh, we do a lot of training, particularly early spring and and late fall. And once again, individuals can go uh, on Workplace Safety North, uh, website and they can take a look at all the certified trainers in their vicinity. Perfect. Great. So get in touch with Coleman, 613-336-8443 if you want to take a chainsaw course. Thanks again, Coleman. Okay, thanks, Randy. The Angler and Hunter Radio Show has been brought to you by Yamaha. What kind of Yamaha are you? 
Angler and Hunter Radio is a production of the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Please send your tall tales and comments to ahradio.ca. Don't forget, you can check out past episodes of Angler and Hunter Radio on the web or at wrbo.com.